Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network. We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Find those links on Twitter, Instagram. Also hit us up on TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, check them out and make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Uh, the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, plus Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better uh, with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at FPHP.com. That's FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. So uh, we do have sports trivia presented by Brentwood Imprint later on in the show. And as we did, we, we, we mentioned, need help from everybody. Uh, and as somebody, uh, Jared, brings up all the help except from Drew because Drew starts his one-week trivia suspension today. So I don't know if Drew is watching the show yet. I know Facebook typically is slow with the notifications sometimes, but we're going to have to make sure we suspend Drew for like 60 minutes from Facebook uh, at, when we start trivia. So that's my he will get to yeah, He will have the ability to watch and interact during the show before that. So yes. uh, we're not going to ban him for the entire show. No, but just hey, it's trivia. a good learning lesson as if you were on trivia last week, you know how upset I got. Um, can't do it. Won't do it. No we chance. want winners. No cheating. Okay, so the Titans... And uh, we had an article on our website, itisesports.com, written last week about the missing piece for the Tennessee Titans offense being a wide receiver in free agency. Because I think that's true. It is a missing piece for this Titans offense. I'm going to get to the biggest hole that I think uh, later on in the show. But about the wide receiver position, with no A.J. Brown in the picture anymore. We all, we've been over that uh, several times. Well, so, but, so let's stop there because okay. I thought about this before the show and you kind of give a perfect segue to what I think you're kind of alluding to. You know, no A.J. Brown. I mean, the pressure that is put on Traylon Burks, and this may be another show topic. Maybe we can do this tomorrow yeah. of fair or unfair, but like the amount. There sure. is always pressure on a first-round pick. There is always pressure on a first-round wide receiver based on the history of first-round wide receivers not usually panning out. Their, their, their yeah. percentage, well, yeah, especially with the Titans, but in general, first-round wide receivers, especially in the last 10 years, because of the number of first-round wide receivers, the trigger happiness of teams trying to find that Julio Jones or Tyler Lockett or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. They've whiffed a lot of the times. Now now they got six in this first round, the sixth being Traylon Burks. You know, the amount of pressure on this guy as AJ Brown, you know, has another kid, a baby boy moves his life to Philadelphia. Burks has got to go fill some pretty damn big shoes. Yeah. And Lucas says that his over under for receiving yards is way higher than any other rookie because I think the opportunity is there, right? And that's the shoes he's filling, just like you said. And Robert Woods, which was a great trade in the offseason for a six-round pick next year. Robert Woods coming off an ACL, you don't know what that is. So there still is missing uh, a missing piece because NWI is the leading returning receiver from last year's offense. And that is a little bit scary to think about. And so there needs to be extra 
resources poured into this wide receiver room if you're going to be able to maximize what this window is in 2022. Well, you bring up Robert Woods because this is, I think, the most intriguing storyline of probably the next two to three years. Robert Woods is a true blue number two. That's who he is. He's a number two wide receiver. He's not Cooper Cup. He's not Mike Evans. He's not Justin Jefferson. He's not that guy. But he's a he's a really, really good number Oh, two. no. He's probably top five number two. I mean, before he got ACL and well-respected around the league, does everything right. Does, you know, a number two wide receiver doesn't get the attention as the number one wide receiver, right? I mean, deservedly so. He utilized that to his advantage of getting open. The Rams utilized him. And, and also, I remember you bringing this up on jet sweeps, unique different ways of getting Robert Woods involved. The big question is, you know, A.J. Brown came in here and was drafted as a number two. He ended up being a number one. Right. Traylon Burks is coming in here drafted as a number one. He can't be a number two. That, I think, is the big risk of what Traylon Burks represents to this franchise. And only time will tell, but they can't afford to figure out you know, Corey Davis was drafted as a number one. We figured out he's closer to a number two. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think, you talk about storylines going into the season, especially with this free agent conversation we're going to have today, of how can you help Traylon Burks take some of that pressure off to be that 1,200-yard receiver right out of the gate? Yeah, no, no doubt about that. A to Z Sports here live. We're going to get to the two wide receivers, Jarvis Landry and Will Fuller, the Titans could bring in. But Carl, Carl Washington on Facebook is having a morning because he's uh, complaining about Ryan Tannehill without understanding uh, what Tannehill is and isn't doing. He says Tannehill needs to be in these mini camps. Well, first off, there are no mini camps yet. Uh, and Tannehill is in Nashville at office and workouts. Then Carl continues, says no setup camps. Uh, he says, Carl continues with, uh, I'm not seeing no videos of him throwing the ball. Well, one in the first, in, uh, just so people can understand how the sport and how the league operates. In April, in the first phase of off-season team activities, you're not allowed to have a football. It is conditioning, weight training, in meetings for a maximum of four hours per day. That's it. That's what Tannehill skipped. Then there comes on-field. Which are voluntary. Yeah, which are voluntary. Then there becomes uh, on-field team activities in the offseason where they can use a football. Tannehill is here because last Tuesday, a week ago, he spoke to the media in person in Nashville, and there you go. He's here. Then there's, there's not a mini camp until June. There is a rookie mini camp that Tannehill's not allowed to attend because he is not a rookie this weekend. So Carl, calm down, man. And plus, he did do workouts. Mason Kinsey posted videos of him catching footballs from Ryan Tannehill in South Florida. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill I, doesn't I will, use social media personally. He Carl, does it for business. Carl got a lot of things wrong, but yes. I do agree. And I thought that Ryan Tannehill should have showed up to voluntary mini camp coming off of the worst playoff performance of his career i thought that was a bad move on his part and then old celsius energy drink Tannehill gonna post a a deep sea look you're talking to a guy who loves deep sea fishing i just said a deep sea fishing trip yesterday 
but there's some bad optics leading up into this. And I think yes, that's what Carl's alluding to. It, the problem is Carl got a lot of things wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right. Carl. Uh, okay. So now we got Carl up to speed on that. All right. So let's talk about uh, a former teammate of Ryan Tannehill's that could be brought in to be the missing piece for this Titans off season when it comes to Jarvis Landry and Will Fuller, not a former teammate, but a former division foe of the Titans. So which free agent wide receiver would you prefer? Would it be Jarvis Landry or Will Fuller? Both are uh, available. Both had underwhelming years for different reasons last year with their respective teams and are both are looking for new homes. So who would you prefer the Titans go sign uh, as the missing piece to this football team? Is it Jarvis Landry, who spent the last couple of years with the Browns, or Will Fuller, who had an incredibly disappointing season last year with the Miami Dolphins. But we've seen what Will Fuller can do with the Houston Texans, especially against the Titans, uh, in several games during his career. But first, before we get to your answers, I'm going to tell you guys about TennesseeTickets.com because it is schedule release week. We got the Christmas, one of the three Christmas Day games earlier this morning. And so now we're going to learn more about the Titans schedule as the week goes and Thursday night when the full schedule comes out. And when it comes out, there's only one place Titans fans should turn for their tickets. That is TennesseeTickets.com. Buy local because you can trust local and you get great customer service via local. Those big national ticket companies, they don't have good customer service. Are you kidding me? They don't care about you. Tennessee Tickets cares about you. You can go to the website, TennesseeTickets.com, search Tennessee Titans and find all those tickets you want. You can go search Buffalo Bills and find those Titans tickets in week two on the road. And, or you can just call TennesseeTickets.com. Go to the website, call them, talk to a real person to find what you're looking for for a ticket. No hidden fees, unlike the other companies as well, at TennesseeTickets.com. It is eSports. You speak about customer service. I had the best customer service call for it with an Xfinity representative that I've ever had yesterday, which wow. was baffling to me. I also went on Tennessee Tickets yesterday and checked the price of Preds tickets. Yeah. I could have gone to the Preds game last night and watch them get, you know, lose in, in the series for 35 bucks. Whoa, how they have fallen. Yes. I, you know, three, four years ago, 35 bucks wouldn't have gotten you a beer. Um, <laughs> so that's that. Tennessee tickets. And that was fee-free. That's the key, right? They're not going to fee you to death. Right. Uh, also, you, know, you can win some money and go wherever you want with BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ200 for a $10 money line wager to win you $200 when either team hits a three-pointer. Four new users in tonight's NBA action. You got Heat, six. I, this is a good series. There We got two, 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 two. Mavs, Suns, what's Luka going to do? That's pretty interesting. Download the app today, Apple or Android App Store. All right, so Zach, uh, head to the comment section because I want to. Before I, I have some numbers on both these guys, Jarvis Landry and Will Fuller, and how they might fit with what the Titans are looking for. Uh, but what are the people saying about who they would prefer, Jarvis Landry or Will Fuller? I got to scroll all the way back up to the comments and let's see. The question is Jarvis Landry or Will Fuller? Comment in the comment section. I'm going to read them out. Let's start with. Steven. Steven says Jarvis Landry. Keelan says, who's younger? Do you have that off the top of your Well, I, I, I do. Jarvis Landry is 30 years old. Um, 
and he well he's not quite he will be 30 uh right around thanksgiving will fuller uh is two years younger will fuller just turns 28 yeah i felt uh, like and, will and, fuller is 45 yeah well um, his beard makes him look a lot older but he's really not so 28 and will be 30 yes you know tyler says landry but he doesn't like ryan we'll probably talk about that jarvis uh landry from uh artemis Let's see. Landry is more dependable from Steven. Will Fuller, we need a burner at wide receiver, so different skill set yeah. from Brandon. Jarvis Landry from James. Chris says Landry. Albert says Will Fuller. So there's a Fuller right there. Yannick says Fuller. Rich says Landry. Uh, Lou Man 007 just doesn't play the game and goes Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. Tavon. Um, Jarvis is uh, a stud from Jabu. Jarvis from David. Uh, Landry, but he says Pandry from Christopher. Jarvis says, uh, Jarvis from David. Jeff Rubel says Landry. Prefer Landry, but neither from Jarrell. Okay. Landry uh, coming in from Artemis again. Fuller from Apollo. Teddy says Fuller, but a lot of a lot of Landrys, right? Yeah. Jerry says Landry. Max says Landry. Jason says Landry. John says Landry. Yeah, and I did see uh, Honky Tonk says should have drafted a guy, a six five guy, four three six guy named Watson. He's talking about Christian Watson, who the Packers took before the Titans' second round pick. Honky Tonk, the Titans. So you're saying the Titans should have picked uh, Christian Watson at eighteen, if that's what you think. So Honky Tonk, uh, you know, he was not available to the Titans the second time around. So I, I think it's interesting because on the surface, Jarvis Landry is the more productive player, right? If I'm looking at the numbers. Here are the games played by Jarvis Landry throughout his entire career. 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 15, 12. So he missed five games last year, but he only missed one game in the first seven years of his career, right? Now, if I go to the same thing for uh, William Fuller, the fifth, you got 14, 10, 7, 11, 11, 2. Like, Will Fuller played in two games. Watch year. out, you may get a HIPAA violation by just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so Will Fuller, two games last year because he broke a, he, he broke a finger, which is important. Like, he, why does he have fingers? They put him on short-term IR. Then he had a setback with that finger, and they put him on full-time IR. So that's all he had. He had four catches for 26 yards uh, last year with the Dolphins, and that's it, right? So not anything good uh, when it comes to what Will Fuller did for the Miami Dolphins last year. Uh, because of the injury. Now, Zach, here's where I'm torn because you can count on Jarvis Landry to perform and be healthy on the field, minus missing five games last year. But Will Fuller is what the Titans are missing from a skill set standpoint. Because listen to the difference of these of these guys in their career. So this average depth per target number, I find a fascinating stat. It's what on average, how many yards downfield are they when the football is delivered to their hands, right? Average depth per target for Jarvis Landry's career. His average depth per target is 7.9 yards. I would, uh, that, that is not surprising to me. That ranks of qualifying wide receivers over the time of this career, right? Average depth per target of uh, 7.9 yards ranks 41st of 46 qualifying receivers. So sixth last for Jarvis Landry. So underneath guy, absolutely the entire time. Will Fuller's average depth of target for his career, 
15 yards. <laughs> so nearly double the yards down the field that will that uh, Jarvis Landry had. Now, the problem is the injuries. And what Will Fuller early in his career with the Houston Texans, you know, was putting up some ridiculous numbers uh, when it comes to, you know, a downfield deep threat in Houston for a few years when he was averaging no less than 13 and a half yards per catch where Jarvis Landry is not doing that. He gets a lot of his average yards per catch after the catch and relies on that. So the Titans need somebody who can be a deep threat. I, I, I feel like Robert Woods is a guy you get the ball underneath and let him run. Traylon Burks can either go deep and go up and fight for the football, or he's a get the ball in his hands as quickly as possible and let him run. And so I don't think they need Jarvis Landry. I think Jarvis Landry is a redundancy and models up the underneath routes. Like there's got to be a good balance of complementary skill sets to spread things out because that's what made Ryan Tannehill open up the offense was his ability to throw deep to AJ Brown, his rookie year before his knees affected him. So I'm, I'm, I'm torn because Landry, you can rely on Fuller You can't, but Fuller's skill set is what the Titans need. And I think Will Fuller will be cheaper because he has no other options. So I, I think my answer is Will Fuller here. Well, you said missing, right? The thing yes. missing from missing the Titans. Yes. Yeah. Well, the only thing missing is Will Fuller from the active roster. That's the only thing missing. So I am so far out on Will Fuller. I faded this man in a bet, a season-long bet, that he wouldn't he would get under like 800 yards receiving. I, I was like, well, how is this even a bet? And I based that on his injury history. It's like in some realm, and it's not the same, but in day-to-day -day life, you know, people that get into the doghouse or people that get crying wolf, you don't get that benefit of the doubt after you get caught over and over again. Will Fuller does not get the benefit of the doubt of staying healthy. And it doesn't matter if you break your finger after you've had a injury riddled career. Right, right. So it now it doesn't matter what injury it is. You're but, just hurt again. But to me, I, I feel like the, the issue with Fuller was the soft tissue style injuries in Houston. That is why he could never play a full season. It was hamstrings. Uh, I, th I did think he had a knee injury at one point, uh, an ACL one year. Didn't he get suspended? For I mean I don't know like for what for a violation uh he I I I could have sworn this Will Fuller got suspended yeah suspended for six games for violating the NFL's policy of performance enhancing substance he also got popped for PEDs I remember that I was like God That's this right. is but but you don't remember that nor does anybody else because he's hurt all the time. So it's like he missed six games. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's the, we don't know where he went. So this is the only dude that got popped for PEDs, and we don't remember that because his ass is hurt all the time. Well, if you think about it, that was in 2020, which means he, <laughs> which means that he actually did not, did not get hurt that year. So uh, <laughs> if the only way that you stay healthy is to get suspended, I'm so out on you. But again, I, like, like here's, here's what I'm thinking is that it was PEDs in 2020. So he stayed healthy for 2020 and he broke his finger in 2021. So that's two seasons of no soft tissue, lower body type injuries 
for Will Fuller. So if I'm the Titans, because you also have to remember the Titans will have to do this in the bargain bin. Like they're going to Target and looking for the DVDs in the $2 bin. Like that's kind of what the Titans can afford. Yeah, but man on fire somewhere down in there. No, you can find some great gems. Uh, You can go to, you can find great gems in those bins. And I think Will Fuller fits what the Titans are missing. And we also think like, well, you know, Mike Vrabel's got a long history of bringing Houston Texans uh, relationships to Nashville. And maybe that could be something as well because he was in Houston uh, for two seasons of Will Fuller and saw him too. So I think Will Fuller fits what the Titans need more than Landry, a lot more than Landry. They don't need Jarvis Landry, but Jarvis Landry would be good for the wide receiver room. And that's what you need. That's what I think I value over Will Fuller's probable absence. You can't, you're going to pay a guy a veteran salary because that's what he is. And I, I, Will Fuller is younger than I thought that he was. I will admit that. But Jarvis Landry, I also think, can come in there and mentor Traylon Burks with Robert Woods, right? Uh, Jarvis Landry has been a number one wide receiver before, right? And, and that's what Traylon Burks, as I talked about at the beginning of this show, is going to be and has to be, is required to be for this team, was drafted to be. I think that helps in the long run more than Will Fuller being in the training room nursing a hamstring. So my answer is Jarvis Landry. And I also think that Jarvis Landry has a chip on his shoulder because his career is waning and he's more of a a known commodity than Will Fuller is, obviously. Uh, I think that Jarvis Landry wants to, to get one more shot. Here's, here's my prediction. And this is not the question that we asked. We both answered the question that we asked. I don't think Jarvis Landry will become a Tennessee Titan. I think he's more likely, as the rumors swirl around the Baltimore Ravens, to sign with them. Uh, That would probably be my prediction. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think that's more likely to happen. And I don't think the Titans. So the likeliness of Will Fuller becoming a Titan is better than the likeliness of Jarvis Landry becoming a Titan, in my opinion. But... God, if Will Fuller signs with the Titans, I, I do think it will be a waste of money because he'll just waste the training staff's time. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they've been haven't been working overtime anyway. Uh, but you could think about Timmy, Timmy Sama, who's in our comment section, I'm trying to find it again. But Timmy's saying, "Don't waste your time." Will Fuller, uh, Jarvis Landry is in Nashville as we speak, and he's going to sign with the Titans. That's what Timmy Sama is reporting on YouTube. So. Look, if Timmy's right, oh, there he is. There he is, Timmy Sama. Landry is it in Nashville, goofballs. So Timmy's calling us goofballs. Look, if Jarvis Landry signs the Titans this week and Timmy Sama is right, then uh, I will admit how wrong I was. And I will I will make fun of myself for make, making fun of Timmy. But uh, until that happens, I don't know if I believe in Timmy's sources. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, but in Ramon says, let's look at others available. And I think that's a good thought because I don't, again, I think Jarvis Landry is a redundancy because you have Burks and Woods who are good underneath route guys because they get yak big plays after it. Then you've got Nick Westbrook Akine, who has proved to us that he cannot consistently catch deep balls down the field uh, with several drops last year. Then, you just drafted Kyle Phillips, who's absolutely an underneath guy. And so you need somebody else who can you can sprinkle in there to go to go stretch the field. Jarvis Landry just 
clunks that up. So are there some other guys? I have one person in particular that could be like the second level after. Let me, let me stop you there. Jarvis Landry. And you've talked about this. You know, you're questioning Robert Woods's health at the beginning of the season because of his ACL. That's if Jarvis Landry helps you bridge the gap of Robert Woods getting comfortable late in the season, he's worth the money you pay him. Will Fuller will probably not be that bridge. That's another justification of Landry being greater than Fuller. That is absolutely a plus in the Jarvis Landry uh, side of the conversation. So I got another another wide receiver that could be an option as well. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. And it is so easy. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great ride, whether it's the Palisade, their full-size SUV, the Ionic. The Ionic is sleek because it doesn't need fuel. And fuel is at an all-time high right now. 459 I filled up this week. That's ridiculous. Well, you can combat that with one of two things. Fuel efficiency in a fuel-driven car like the Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, or the Ionic, which is battery-powered. So check it out today. They can order it for you as well. Payne Bone and his team, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Take advantage of this during the NBA playoffs. Use code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200 when you download the BetMGM app. You make your first deposit. Then you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game that night. And you win $200 when either team hits a three-point shot in that game. Do it is the best way to take advantage and jump on board uh, with the BetMGM Sportsbook app. So check that out today. That's code ATOZ200. Then all you got to do, $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game. Tonight, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as not with trouble. Free bets like credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee. Right line 1-800-889-9789. Here live on this Tuesday, we've been having the conversation of Jarvis Landry or Will Fuller for who fits what the Titans are missing at wide receiver. Most people went with Jarvis Landry, even though I do think he's a redundancy. Will Fuller at 15 yards average depth per target fits what the Titans are missing, but can he stay healthy? What about Keelan Cole, Zach? We oh, talked wait, a lot. I, Kieran brings this up. I, I want to get to Cole, okay. but he says, you guys are looking at the impact just in the wide receiver use, but not on the QB room. There was a story floating out there of maybe the personality difference, uh, relationship difference of Jarvis Landry and Ryan Tannehill. Now, I don't know if those are rumors. I don't know the specific details to that, but I, I do you. remember it. Yeah, so, yeah, Kyrian yeah. brings up something that I think we need to address. Yes. Uh, so, we talked about that when you were in Dallas one week, uh, back in the March, maybe. I don't know. But um, I did – basically, there was a story from, like, 2019 or so. Like, whenever – here it is, June thirteenth, twenty eighteen. Adam Wells wrote this on Bleacher Report. The title of it, and I'm just reading it. Jarvis Landry says he didn't have a good relationship with quarterback Ryan Tannehill. This is okay. I'm just going to read this. Yeah, read, you can. So read it. speaking to NFL Network's Andrew Siciliano, 
via NFL.com's Jeremy Bergman. Landry was asked about not hearing from Tannehill since the Dolphins traded him to the Cleveland Browns in March. Quote, we didn't really have a good relationship anyway, so I'm not surprised, end quote. So, I mean, that kind of tells you and again, 2018, right? Because again, you were you were not involved in the conversation that we had about this a month plus ago. And 2018 is a long time ago, yes, right? It's four years ago, pre-pandemic. And that was before Ryan Tannehill was a Tennessee Titan quarterback. Like you think about that too. Oh so, yeah, but but you know, well, I still okay. think that's something, not nothing. Right. Well, and then the there were other because that resurfaced again back in March during free agency. And there was other things that came out after the fact that Jarvis Landry and Ryan Tannehill, when they were both at the Pro Bowl with the Titans and the Browns, made up. And so there is not that, there is more of an understanding and they came uh, to you know a, a resolution on all that. There was some closure on that. And so there is nothing really to that in current day. Like that was four years ago and reportedly, allegedly, the two parties have made up and don't have any issues with each hey, other. Hey, water under the bridge. That's a <clears throat> yeah. good thing, right? So, yes. but I, I wanted to bring that up before we got to Cole because I do remember that that report. And so that's the information on that. We got to give you all the information. So Keelan Cole was a guy that Zach, we talked about quite a bit when the Titans were looking for that bargain veteran yeah. wide receiver last year. He went and got a slice up in New York and nobody remembers. Well, and, and I remember this vividly. I had four, four, three or four maybe wide receivers that I liked for the Titans on a budget deal. Keelan Cole and Josh Reynolds were both in that list. The Titans signed Josh Reynolds and injuries didn't even let that thing get off the ground. Keelan Cole went with the New York Jets and didn't really do much. He played in 15 games, but he only had 51 targets uh, which was uh, significantly lower than what he was doing in Jacksonville in just 28 catches as well, 449 yards and one touchdown, but he averaged 16 yards a catch. So he, he was productive when he got the football. It's just, what was the situation with the jets playing from behind and all the DVs were backing up. <laughs> yeah. And so, do you think Keelan Cole is a better fit than Landry or Fuller? Because he is more of a down-the-field guy than Landry and a lot healthier than Fuller, right? Yeah, I would put Landry, then Cole, then Fuller. I'm so far out on Fuller, I just don't trust him. And there's nothing worse. Remember Julio Jones? Yeah. There's nothing worse than paying a guy who can't play. And injuries happen. It's true. But a lot of injuries happen to Will Fuller. I think Cole on a good deal, on a good maybe one-year try-it-out type thing, could help this football team because I, they still need help at wide receiver because I don't think NWI is just going to climb to the ranks of this, this, this great wide out. You need well, some depth. They Especially have, learning from what you did last year. They don't have they don't have deep speed. But they've never had deep speed. Austin, like when was the last time they had deep speed? Oh 2019. Like when they had Khalif Raymond and AJ Brown. I think AJ Brown as a rookie qualified as deep speed. 
Okay, I'll give you that. That was one year out of like 10 that they had deep speed. Yeah. Probably and, since Kendall Wright. Which, and that was when it was the AFC Championship game. And Kendall Wright didn't have deep speed either. Kendall Wright he was, was supposed to. He was supposed to. Yeah, but yeah, but the Big 12 and Baylor taught us of that was that was in the early side of college offenses that that you know deceived NFL teams when it comes to wide receiver production. But that's not really who the Titans target. They don't target these fast guys. Like the no, they target big bodies. Yeah. They target bigger bodies, which Will Fuller's, you know, he's not thick, but he's tall. Well, he's longer. It's probably because of their quarterback play. Their quarterback is not elite, and yeah, so but he, they need but, bigger targets. It's helping Zach, them out. In Mariota was not a Marcus Mariota was not an elite quarterback. God knows Jake Locker and Vince Young were not elite quarterbacks. We're not talking probably, about them. But no, what I'm saying them. is they're targeting big wide receivers, no, uh, probably based on their lack okay. of elite yeah, quarterback. Yeah. Vince Young and Jake Locker had nothing to do with John Robinson's decision to not target. Uh, fast wide receivers, but right, maybe Mariota, yeah. But ever since they've had they've had Ryan Tannehill for three full seasons now, like we can move past all that stuff. So you're trying to acquire players to fit your quarterback, and in 2019 and 2020, when Ryan Tannehill was throwing the ball deep, he was really good. Last year, he wasn't because every wide receiver was hurt besides NWI, and we know that NWI is not a deep threat. So. Stop bringing up all the other past BS because it's irrelevant for what this year it's is. It's not irrelevant. It is. You, you literally just proved my point, Austin. You said that you draft your wide receivers based on your quarterback skill set. I literally just brought that up. I are, said, you, are you? You're crazy. Right, I literally but, brought. No, no. Listen, I brought Jake Locker and Vince Young and Marcus Mariota. I don't Mariota care up, about those of, guys. They were those, so because, long ago because that was their skill set. They do the same thing with Ryan Tannehill because that's his skill set. He has to have bigger wide receivers. He doesn't have the talent. But Zach, bringing up Locker and Young. It's an example. It's It's uh, the franchise. It's the franchise. It's the history of the franchise. It matters. Zach, there were, there were, Bud Adams was alive for one of those. And then Tommy Smith was running the franchise for the other one. Who cares? Back to quarterback play. But the do, quarterback, do concentrate? Play, okay. No, uh, Joe, Joe Smith. Uh, uh, you know, you can you can replace the names. I don't give a damn if you get offended by the previous quarterbacks. That's fine. But concentrate on the concept. Yes, the concept is you are picking and signing and drafting bigger body wide receivers because of your quarterback skill set. And I over the last exactly. over the last I, ten plus years, your quarterback skill set has not been able to utilize speedster wide receivers. Ryan Tannehill was one of the best deep ball throwers in the NFL in 2019 and 2020. Because Without- of Derek effing Henry. Like, you also realize that that came into play. Yes. The, the Ryan hell? Tannehill's really? success, when Derrick Henry was taken away, Ryan Tannehill's success was taken away. It really, and, and look, there was a lot of injuries. It wasn't just Derrick Henry last year. Yeah. But we bring up, Tannehill's really good years, and they're based on Derrick Henry's best and, years. And and AJ Brown being healthy and Corey Davis being healthy. But right? Derek Derrick Henry, it was the key catalyst to all of that success. No, no doy. Thank you, Captain Obvious. But, Nobody but you haven't mentioned that, that. You never mentioned that. Because so it's I'm kind of understood. To. It's kind of understood. No, it's not. No, it's not, because it yeah, is my- it makes Ryan Tannehill's play. 
diminish because of how so, great Derrick Henry was. Who, so, you have okay, great so, seasons when other players play great. All right, so who's back this year? Derrick Henry, is he back this year? Is he back? Yes. Okay, so who's the deep threat this year? Right. If Ryan Tannehill was so good in 2019 and 2020 throwing the ball deep with Derrick Henry, who is he throwing to deep this year? Traylon Burks. And that guy's not like a burner. Like, Traylon Burks' speed. He's a go-up-and-get-it wide receiver. He's exactly yes, what A.J. Brown can be. He, he, he is Watch not his as, film. Uh, watch that, his film. I have watched he, his film. So, he, and, you asked me a and, question, I answered it. Okay, so here's, I'm going to go deeper in it. Traylon Burks is a build-up speed guy. Traylon Burks is not a quick burst guy. He is a long speed guy. He's a, Traylon Burks is a 200-meter dash, not a 40-yard dash guy. And so what you need is somebody who can get up and go out of the gates and go and beat people down the field. Traylon Burks is not Traylon Burks' deep balls are jump balls, not run past you deep balls. That's okay. I bet you Traylon Burks will be the biggest deep threat in this Titans offense all season long. He will be the deep threat. I, I'll, I'll bet you. And look, hold me at my ass accountable. At the end of the season, if he's just running, you know, short routes, drag routes, comeback routes, slants, then kill me for it. But I bet you that Traylon Burks will be the biggest deep threat for the Tennessee Titans all year long. I bet you that's how they're going to use him. That's because that's going to be They don't have anybody else right now, Zach. That's my point. My point is I don't think... Traylon Burks! You asked me the question. Right. My point is I think Traylon Burks would be used better to get him the ball as fast as you possibly can and let him run out of the catch. And you also throw him jump balls, no, right? No, My, Traylon Burks' best way is getting him to use his athletic system and size over corners to Mike Evans' people. That's how, he's not as Evans a rookie either, especially, Mike. as you uh, continue you know, as you continue to groom yourself as a pro wide receiver, that's, I think, how. that's why I just said what I said. That's how they're going to use them. Right. But well, yeah, because that's all they have right now. Like my, my point is I would like them to have more speed, right? What's I'm sorry. You want Will do Fuller. I, His ass is at the hospital. <laughs> I, I, I have, do I have to apologize for asking for more speed from the Titans? You don't have to apologize for that. I, I would, I would ask for apology for uh, asking Steven, for Will Steven, Fuller in Steven, crutches. Good Lord. Steven says, has Austin ever watched Burks? He was a jump ball receiver. I literally said he's a jump ball receiver. I literally said that, Steven. Like, that, but that's, that's my your point. deep threat. That's your deep no, threat. No, I, look, I'm, I'm yes, yes. I want somebody to run past everybody and not have to go combat catch it 40 yards up down the field. They don't have that. They have I know that's that. why I'm They're saying they need that. it. I, and I, I know they don't think that have gonna it. Get that's it. why I want it. That's never why I had it. it. Yeah, I know. That's why I want it. Like, what? Why am I wrong for wanting somebody faster than everybody else who could also catch the damn ball? No, the only thing you're wrong for is asking for a guy who can't thank, run because thank, he's on the you, sidelines. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Caleb. A deep threat and 50-50 balls are different. Thank God, Caleb. Thank you for saying what I was been trying to say. That's always. That's all I want is somebody who can be a legitimate deep threat to make life easier for Traylon Burks, to make life easier for Robert Woods underneath. I, I would actually disagree with that. A deep threat, what? like, so Mike Evans is a deep threat, yes or no? I mean, he is a type is of... Is Mike deep Evans a deep threat? But that, Zach, Don't you know, say you're, no, Zach, you're being because stubborn I'll go crazy. As hell. 
You're, you're like you're not listening. I'm you're asking like, you a question. Getting, no, hey, hey, rid everything. Is 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 Mike Evans a deep threat? I mean, yeah, but you're getting caught up in That's what I'm the not, reason why. Like, so Zach, Caleb jumping of Lake. There you out. go. Oh come on! You're getting caught up and you're being so freaking stubborn about labels. I'm talking about on the field, not like I'm not talking about. God damn! Like, why, why, why started you started so, like, the deep threat? I'm, I'm sick of this crap. This why? Ridiculous. Because you're being such an asshole for no reason, and you're just like, don't get being, upset. Hey, don't get emotional, Austin. Calm, Lord. calm down. Don't get because emotional. Because it's impossible with you. <laughs> it's impossible to I, try to have a productive conversation because you're hung up on the words deep threat. You asked me. I said Traylon Burks. Yes, because that's all they have. That was my point. And that's okay. I don't, I want more. I want somebody who is a deep threat that doesn't have to rely. I'd on rather have a reliable 50, 50. wide receiver. Thank you for letting me talk. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to this next conversation. The biggest hole in the Titans roster that I think is being overlooked. We'll do this pretty quickly and get to sports trivia. The biggest hole in the roster that I think is being overlooked. The first act, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you need to go to get your new health plan. I did this earlier this year. Better coverage, better rates, better service. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. That can help you out more than you will ever know. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Man, uh, you talk about saving 20% per month. That's what I did. Plus, I got better coverage. And my better coverage includes contact allowance. I wear contacts. If you wear contacts, you get a contact allowance. You get free teeth cleanings. You get all of these things on top of better overall coverage, all for a lower price. You'll never know unless you actually call or go online to find out. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app today. That's code ATOZ200. ATOZ200. You place a $10 money line wager on any NBA game in the playoffs tonight. You will win $200 when either team in that game hits a three point shot. Easy as that. Obviously, wide receiver is the more high profile missing piece in the Titans offense, but I truly do worry about the offensive line because Lawan is entrenched at left tackle. We feel good about Ben Jones being back at center, obviously. And Nate Davis finished the year on a high after a roller coaster start at right guard. David Questenberry is gone from right tackle. That's okay. He's a replacement level player. Left guard, Roger Saffold's out. That was a good business decision. But they did not draft an interior lineman. They signed Jamarco Jones, who only has limited starting experience in Seattle at left guard and right tackle. So he's got versatility to play at either one of those spots. Dylan Radins, you've got to have him start at one spot, for goodness sake. He's a top 60 pick from a year ago that didn't do much as a rookie. And then you draft, you know, the the Petit Frere in the third round, who is a Right tackle that you like long-term, but I don't know what to expect out of the gates. I am concerned about whichever job Dylan Radins doesn't win. Because I don't also believe that much in Aaron Brewer as a full-time fix at left guard. I think he's too undersized. I think he gets moved around and bullied. I I don't think he's there. I don't think he's good enough. 
I think Aaron Brewer is a solid interior depth piece that can fill in when you have injuries. But the offensive line worries me. And what do you think about Raidens? He better put his big boy pants on. Yeah, I, I'm. That's my my complex. Uh, I so, don't know necessarily know if I believe in Dylan Raidens yet. I will say yet. I'm not going to write him off before he can he do it. Like I, I like I like him as a prospect. Like he's got all the you know the tangibles, right? Like we, he's got the size, yes, athleticism, all that kind of stuff, the strength, but. I kind of feel the same thing, the same way about Raidens and Caleb Farley. Like both guys have to have, have to have, must have big year twos in their career. The, the now, top of the draft class. Right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the Titans drafted uh, Roger McCrary as extra help at corner. You need more corners than you do tackles. Yes. But they waited. They did not draft the competitor to Dylan Raidens. I like Petit Frere. I, I like what he brings from an intelligent standpoint. He's got some things to work on with his hand techniques and everything else, good feet and all that. But I don't know how ready he is. I think it's a scary situation to think about Raiden's at left guard and Petit Frere at right tackle to start the season. But it's also a scary situation to have Raiden's at right tackle and Jamarco Jones at left guard because I don't know what Jamarco Jones really is no i mean you bring up very valid points in in the right side of the offensive line and you know defensive coordinators will find your weakness it's their job and so you know this is a big training camp for raidens and petite freer that uh, those those two will you know they can't have an isaiah wilson type camp they can't they have to have a wow these guys are maybe a little bit more ready than we originally thought. And Raidens has the benefit of having a year under his belt. And, but I, I do like Teep Freer's size. I like, and I like his intelligence and his smarts and his ability to probably learn the offense. You know, Isaiah Wilson's ability to learn the offense was zero. He didn't have that benefit. That's what it is. And so my gut tells me and I don't know because it's so early but how the Titans want it to shake out is Raiden's is right guard and Petit Freire is mean, right tackle you mean left guard or uh, left guard yeah that, I, that's I, what I, I think they want that is the best long-term solution well, well draft what? pick draft picks you're getting the most out of your top yeah. tier whatever you want to call it. draft picks that's yeah, what right? you want that is the best long-term solution, but I don't know what the short-term negatives are for having two inexperienced guys starting on an offense that also has new wide receivers, new tight end, running back off an injury with a quarterback fighting for his life. Well, here's a little caveat to this, a little sprinkle. You know, Roger Saffold and Taylor Wan got along. You also got to have a, a a person that can get along with Lawan because Lawan's playing for his life. <laughs> you know, like you you can't have somebody make Lawan look bad because Lawan will get frustrated, and I, I don't think that that will be good. And Lawan knows he's playing for his life. This year is the most important year of his career. We thought it was last year, but it's actually going to be this year because they kept him. 
So you really need that left guard spot to be secure. And I think that is when it comes to the camaraderie of the, and cohesiveness as they throw around those type of terms for the offensive line. I just want to sprinkle that out there. And that's something that's kind of a nuance that you don't look at on paper, but I do think is very real within the locker room and the huddle. What are you saying that, uh, Five offensive linemen need to act like a fist. That's what I'm saying. There you go, coach. All right, let's go ahead and get to uh, Tuesday Sports Trivia. It's time for Tuesday Sports Trivia. We've got 10 questions. We need all the help we can get. I haven't seen Drew peppering the comment section uh, yet. So maybe, he's, maybe he took a day off. Maybe he took the day off because he knew it was suspended. But Tuesday Sports Trivia, 10 questions coming. Uh, your way, only one rule, no Googling, or you'll get suspended like Drew. But we try and we need, team needs your help. So stick around for Tuesday Sports Trivia. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know where to go, know who to trust, get back to health. They've got experts that specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly think of. And there is nothing in the region like the Bone and Joint Institute. And the region includes Middle Tennessee, Southern Kentucky, Northern Alabama. They got you covered. Boneandjointtn.org. We are powered by BetMGM. You see that right there up on the screen. You can use the promo code today, ATOZ200, for a $10 money line wager to win you $200 if either team hits a three-pointer in tonight's NBA action for new users. Man, that's a hell of a deal right there. Bet MGM. You can download the app today. You can see that right there. Go to the App Store, whether it's Apple, whether it's Android, doesn't matter what you have, and start the fun. You got NBA action on tap, MLB, and much, much more. Let's get to it. Tuesday Sports Trivia is brought to you by BrentwoodImprint.com, your brand on anything, any type of product to enhance your brand and company. So if you own a company looking to get uh, new shirts, new gear, new office supplies with your logo, BrentwoodImprint.com, they've got you. If you work for a company and you're like, man, I need some new stuff. I've been working with this company for a while. We need new gear. BrentwoodImprint.com as well. Locally owned and operated. Charles is a great guy. Talked to him last week. So check them out at BrentwoodImprint.com for our Tuesday sports trivia segment. Zach, uh, we are 13 out of 20 so far in our two-week reset. No cheating. I have not seen Drew, but he is suspended. So no Googling. Uh, but we have seven sports questions, three non-sports. At minimum, we need seven and three. We cannot go backwards. Uh, with a seven and three. So let's get this thing rolling. All right. So this is pretty interesting. Who was the first Mexican born player drafted by the national football league? Steve Van Buren, Ted Hendricks, Tom fears, or Martin Gramatica. Who was the first Mexican born player drafted by the national football league? Steve Van Buren, Ted Hendricks, Tom fears, or Martin Gramatica. Obviously, Martin Gramatica has the only like ethnic name within that, but this is a tough one. First uh, Mexican-born player. I don't think it's Gramatica because he's a kicker. It, drafted is important, right? And is uh, Ramon says Martin Gramatica is Argentinian. 
I believe that is correct. I think it's either Steve Van Buren or Tom Fears. I have no clue. Say say the names again. Steve Van Buren, Ted Hendricks, Tom Fears, or Martine Gramatica. I say Van Buren. Van Buren. Selected as a defensive back the Los Angeles Rams in the 11th round. Three overall. Tom Fears quickly made his mark as wide receiver in 1948. Okay, so 0-1, not a great start. What is the record for Moogles by player role? 13. Thirteen's a lot. Though. I think it's thirteen. One player is apparently our fees. What's going on? I mean, nothing's going on. Connection's awful. We're clean right here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, something messed up. I hear something. Uh, everything is clean on my end. Choppy audio, it's got to be a bad connection. From who? Because both of us are clean. Uh, this is really weird. Mapco Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, Can't hear. This is the oddest thing. You sound like robots getting worse. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Is that better? It's better on Facebook. It's, it's working fine on my YouTube. Clean now. Are we good now? We're back. What the heck was that all about? Better. I what? can't hear you, though. You can't hear me? It's fixed? Is your I, I can hear you. I can hear you, Zach. You can't hear me? <laughs> I don't know what the hell's happening. Like, I don't know what's going on. Everything looked fine on my end. Now Zach can't hear me. You, are you back? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? 
Zach. I can hear you now. It, I okay. think, man, I gave credit to this IFB, and then it. I think this okay. was the problem. Can you hear? You think? Okay. Well, I don't know. I can like hear you was, now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Okay, we're good. I have no idea what the hell happened. That was the weirdest thing. Okay, so where were we? It's the ghost of <laughs> Drew. It's the ghost of Drew. Yeah. Uh, all right. The question is, th thanks for sticking with us through that, because that was weird. What is the record for most goals by a player in a single World Cup? 17, 13, 5, or 9? I think it's 13. It's either 13 or 9, but I think it's 13. Did you just ring a bell? I heard a bell ring, though. Something really weird has happened. I heard that ring, but it's not here. Not in my house. Final? I think it's 13, final A to Z. Oh, I didn't even realize this happens. Oh, it's on the... So we got it right? We did get it right. <laughs> 19, I thought you said final A to Z. In 1958, Frenchman just... Fontaine scored 13 goals to lead his team to a third place finish in Sweden. God. Yeah. So we got all right. right. So Speaking of bells, ring the bell on YouTube. Uh, so now apparently the website Zach uses rings a bell and he has to use it now because his IFB went out, which caused a I, massive issue. I never heard of that. This is it's on this. Which of the following MLB baseball players finished his career with more walks than strikeouts? Reggie Jackson, Oscar Gamble, Sparky Lyle, or Alex Rodriguez? It's not Alex Rodriguez. Which of the following MLB players finished his career with more walks than strikeouts? Reggie Jackson, Oscar Gamble, Sparky Lyle, or Alex Rodriguez? Uh, the Mexican to be drafted was uh, Tom Fears. We got it wrong. Yes, we got it wrong. That that's when everything went weird. So people were one and one. Um, <clears throat> so it's not, um, it's not Alex Rodriguez. I think it's I think it's Sparky Lyle. Sparky. Yeah, like Reggie Jackson. Like I know he's a really good player, obviously, but that's. I'm going to go Sparky Lyle. That's my guess. Uh, I mean, I don't have any reasoning behind it. <clears throat> you want to lock it in? Yeah, sure. Sparky, final A to Z. Ah. Oscar Gamble, considered a oh, below God. average fielder and played over a third of his games as a designated hitter, but finished his career with more walks, 610, than strikeouts, 546. Okay. Other so MLB players to accomplish this feat included Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, and Ricky Henderson. I knew Babe Ruth and, and, and Barry. I did not know Ricky, but that's interesting. This is something that we should get. So we're one and two. Not yeah, good. Not good. What player holds the NBA record for most career most career rebounds? Wilt Chamberlain, Dwight Howard, Bill Russell, or Kareem Abdul Jabbar? It's either Wilt or Kareem, right? Kareem played a ton longer. Wilt, I don't know if Wilt had enough games in his season. Wilt used to get a ton of rebounds. Yeah. 
Kareem doesn't lead the league in points, points and rebounds. And rebounds. <clears throat> I think it's Wilt. We need Wilt. We need this to be Wilt. Wilt. What were the other options? Dwight. It's not Dwight Howard. Or Bill Russell, which could mm -hmm. be sneaky. Could be. Yeah. I don't think Bill Russell had a long enough career. Let's go Wilt. Final to Z. Roy saying Bill Russell, but I already locked it in. Wilt Chamberlain collected 23,924 rebounds during his NBA career. The only other player to break that 20,000 mark was Bill Russell, but fell short. The 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 ringing bells reminds me of uh, Mr. Rogers' trolley. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that happened because it's usually muted. Yeah. What athlete, what athlete famously said, quote, victory is fleeting, losing is forever, end quote. Billy Jean King, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, or Tiger Woods? This has got to be Ali, right? What athlete famously said, quote, victory is fleeting, losing is forever, end quote. It's got to be Muhammad Ali. He was the only poetic one. Like, Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan were not that poetic. I mean, MJ's got some quotes, but I think it's either... It's Ooh, either Ali or Billie Jean King. We're getting, we're getting, uh, we're getting. Dozen says Billie Jean King. Lock it up. Let's I, go I think Billie that, that that's kind of where I went first. Let's do it. Then. Want... Final A to Z. Billie Jean King is the All correct right. answer. Three and two, back on track. Another quote. What MLB player famously said, quote, they don't think it be like it is, but it do. <laughs> Pretty oh, I think we know I think we can figure this out. What MLB player famously said, they don't think it be like it is, but it do. Yogi Berra, I don't think it's that Oscar Gamble, Daryl Strawberry, or Buck O'Neill. This sounds like a very Daryl Strawberry quote. Yeah. Smoking crack in the uh, in the dugout. They don't think <laughs> it be like it is, but it do. Jake says Jameis Winston. <laughs> Yikes. I think it's it's gotta be Daryl Strawberry. Yogi Berra is better than that. It's not Yogi. No. You want to lock it in? What's the chance? Yeah, Daryl Strawberry. Finally. Oh, no, it's Yogi Bear, isn't it? <clears throat> it's Oscar Gamble. Oh, Quote wow. about the New York Yankees' disorganization and circus-like atmosphere has been called one of baseball's immortal lines by sports writer Dan Epstein. Dang, is that two Oscar Gamble answers in the same thing? Yeah. We're three. Uh, we're, we're, what are we? Three and three. Over oh two on Oscar Gamble questions. What <laughs> hockey team did goaltender Jacques Plante, P L A N T E, plant, play for? The Canadians, the Red Wings, the Penguins, or the Canucks? What hockey team did goaltender Jacques 
plante or plant. I, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. You want to type the last name in the comments? P-L-A-N-T-E. P-L-A-N-T-E. Oh, well, we got our guy, Alex, who just wrote a column up on the Preds, A to Z sports.com. Canadians lock it in. Final Z. Yep, done. 1953 to 1963 during his tenure, the team won the Stanley Cup six times, including five consecutive wins. Okay. All right. So four and three. That's the end of our sports questions here. So we get three more. We we, we need to do a good job with these. This is going to be tough. Uh, On Gilmore Girls, what character is played by an actor who is six foot four tall? Uh, Luke. Is that right? I think so. Really? I think so. He's the main guy in in the show. (laughs) Wow. I've never seen a single episode, which is fine. I watch trash TV, just not Gilmore Girls. On Gilmore Girls, which character is played by an actor who is six foot four? It's got to be Luke. They're the only options, Luke. He's going to lock it in. <laughs> Final A to Z. So he's, it says Dean Forrester. Ah, oh, dang. I was wrong, man. Is Dean a character? Yeah. George says Dean. <clears throat> no. I didn't, I didn't know Dean's name until. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Man, that's tough. How did I, Nate asked, how did I know that? Well, because, uh, Back when my wife and I were dating, we used to fall asleep to that show. <laughs> it used to be our our nighttime like background noise. Yikes. <clears throat> um, what natural disaster is believed to have caused the decline of the culture of ancient Crete? Crete? C-R-E-T-E? C-R-E-T-E. Crete. Crete? What? What natural disaster is believed to have caused the decline of the culture of ancient Crete? The plague. That's not a natural. Is that a na- is that considered a natural disaster? I don't know. I think it has to be like a, a, a tsunami, a typhoon, a hurricane. Um, it, it wouldn't really- be a tornado. Earthquake. A flood. A flood. Or a volcano. Or a volcano. Read it one more time. What natural disaster is to believe to have caused the decline of the culture of ancient Crete? I think we go volcano. You want to lock it in? We're getting some volcano. uh, Trilogy Taylor says it wasn't a volcano. I, let's go volcano. I still think it's a volcano. Final is a volcano. The correct answer, a volcanic eruption. Where was our little bells? Uh, this is a different website oh, for the non-sports okay. trivia. Okay. Yeah, uh, I get it. Um, let's <clears> see. <throat> what was dissolved in 1991 with most of it reforming as the Commonwealth of Independent States? What was dissolved in 1991 with most of it reforming as the Commonwealth 
of independent states. George says USSR, lock it in. That's what, I was kind of wondering if that was well, it's 1991, right? Yeah, so like, that's well, I was history. To- USSR, I think that makes sense. All right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Lucas says USSR that was 91. So let's go lock it in USSR. The correct answer is USSR. Okay. So we're now five and four heading into the last one. We got to have this one. Let's see. Oh, God, this movie. Uh, Zohan is primarily set in which city? Is this the Adam Sandler terrible movie? The Zohan? Yeah. The Legend of Zohan or something. I think it's in Greece, but I don't know. Or in India. I, I, I never Greece. I never saw it. <sighs> Zohan is primarily set in which city? There's gotta be somebody who's seen this. Come on. <clears throat> the Zohan. Now oh, what a terrible movie. We're getting New York a couple times. I thought it was like but maybe it's like one of those like coming to America thing. Again, I've never seen it where somebody Queens? from a foreign land goes to the city. I think New York. I think we go New York. Well, yeah, we get a lot of New York. So yeah, let's find way to see New York. NYC. Okay. <laughs> I would have never have known that. Yeah. Okay, he moved to New York. <clears throat> he was from Israel. Okay. Well, six and four. Weird trivia. We had like a ghost takeover mid-show. So, yeah. Well, we got to six and four out of all that. I wish I had a bonus question. Like I have a bonus last. question. Oh, interesting. Okay. There's only one. NFL franchise who has never had a 1500 yard rusher in a season. There's only one NFL franchise that has never had a 1500 yard NFL rusher. I'm going through and eliminating So New England is interesting. The Jets, Curtis Martin, Curtis, my favorite Martin, I think had it. Um, The Jags had Fred Taylor. The Colts, the Panthers, Tim Biakabatuka. Man, we are all over the place. I, Ronnie brings up the Bucks because the Bucks have not notoriously had a lot of good running backs. Carolina is interesting. 
because they had the the dual they're the youngest team so here would be my thought process youngest team then they had you know Jonathan Stewart that was a dual role and Christian McCaffrey as we know and you know has not done he's done 1100 but he's never done what was it 1500 I've never had bar? a 1500 yard rusher in a season <clears throat> I'm trying to see if anybody's guessed it right well, then that gives me the hint that it's not the. No, I'm just hint. scrolling. So I'm just. I'm, I, 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 know, I, I haven't been on the chat in a while. I, the the Bucks does make sense. It has been guessed. Yes. I think we Multiple were. Times. We're probably. All right. I'm going to have to make an executive decision based on the chat. I think this is a good guess. Gershon, the Arizona Cardinals, final A to Z. Incorrect. <sighs> Who was it? David Johnson's pretty good. Not too long ago. But the answer, the Cincinnati Bengals have never had a player rush for 1500 yards or more in a season. Corey Dillon got me there. Corey Dillon did with the New England Patriots. Yeah. Maxed I, out in with the Bengals in 2000 with 1435. Ah. Uh, in back-to-back years, Rudy Johnson 1454 and 1458, but the Cincinnati Bengals have never had a 1500-yard rusher. Cuz every team I went through like that had been guessed in the chat and the bears was also interesting from Jarrell because, but what was it? Matt Forte. He had that big season. Mm-hmm. You know, there was always a running back that scared me off. The, yeah. And and David Johnson, I'll be honest because of his injury. I didn't even think about that man. Yep. The uh, Panthers. Who's the Panthers? Do you have a list or is this? Um, I had a, I don't know it. I don't have it in front of me, but um, there was a graphic I saw on, on social that had the leading rusher per team for the season. And uh, the Bengals were the only team that did not have somebody go over 1500 yards. Pretty crazy, huh? Well, jo- uh, well Jonathan Stewart is the only. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Let's see here. He's going to be tough. D'Angelo Williams had some big years, but I don't know if he ever got 1,500, but they've had him. Uh, Well, so Jonathan Stewart has not. D'Angelo Williams did. SOB. Yeah. 2008, he had 1,515 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. So we didn't get the bonus question. Tim Biakabatuka is on this list. Um, unfor- well, good trivia. Good trivia. Tough. All right. Well, six and four didn't help us, but now you know something to take to your friends. Cincinnati you Bengals. All right, guys, we will see you tomorrow. We got to run, but we'll see you on a Wednesday morning uh, as we get closer and closer to the schedule release for the NFL. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Appreciate it. Adios.